Hi, I'm Sarah Grace McCandless, and this is On Brand, where we take a closer look at our growing desire for connection with the companies that we engage with, and also this uh, focus on purpose at the forefront of leadership, culture, and customer experience. You know, when I put together the show and was really thinking through uh, what I wanted the focus to be, I was inspired by a number of podcasts and shows that I love. And that includes How I Built This with Guy Raz, On Being with Krista Tippett, and Dare to Lead with Brene Brown. And I recently had the honor of attending the How I Built This Summit, which was virtual this year. And I thought what was so cool about that is it actually allowed for lots of different people to probably participate and join that maybe wouldn't have been able to do so um, due to travel or timing. So it's kind of those benefits that came out of a virtual environment. One of the things I loved the most about the summit was how interactive it was. Really hats off to Guy and his whole team there. They did an incredible job really making you feel like you were in the room. And those rooms were filled with entrepreneurs at all different stages of developing, launching, guiding, and growing their business. Now, I was in one of these rooms, and I realized another person in this room was the co-founder and CEO of a company that I had recently discovered. So I had a little brand fangirl moment when I realized this, and of course, knew I needed to get her on the show. Shana Zaidi is the co-founder and CEO of Toomey Beverage Company. And she's with us today to talk about her origin story. She's also an incredible athlete. And I think that certainly probably, we'll find out, inspired the development of her company and her mission, her vision, and where she's taking it today. Shana, welcome to On Brand. Thank you for having me. What a great intro. I appreciate it. It was so great meeting you at How I Built This as well. Oh, it was such a thrill. I really did enjoy. I'm so glad I made the time for that summit. It was so valuable. And, you know, I'm a little bit of a fangirl with Guy as well. But I love, I was so inspired by the stories that he tells. And what I loved about, about that summit was finding people like you in the room. And I knew a little bit about you. Well, not you so much as much as I knew yeah. your product. And I put the two and two together and got really excited. But let's start with you. You've got an incredible background and story. Can you tell our listeners and our viewers about yourself and uh, certainly um, your history as an athlete as well? Yeah, absolutely. I never know exactly where to start because it's literally, to me, is all the pieces coming together. They're from, you know, being a, the main part about it is from being a kid. Um, my dad's originally from Pakistan. So I we actually live next door to my grandparents. And, you know, I grew up playing sports. And so literally anytime I had a sprained ankle, anytime I was sick, literally anything, it would be go see grandma. And she would make some kind of concoction, some kind of herbal remedies. You know, she'd rub, rub. She had this little case of tiger bomb that she would rub on my ankle, like because playing basketball, I would get sprained ankles pretty often. And she'd rub this paste on my ankle. And sometimes I'd be like, mom, to my, to my parents, you know, why, why don't we just go to the grocery store? Why do I have to go? Can't we just buy what grandma has? And no, we couldn't because it was her own mixture of turmeric and other Ayurvedic medicine um, that she put in the tin, but that, that was her creation. And so that's kind of really where the root of it, where turmeric entered into my life was, was as a child. Um, 
And then, you know, fast forward, uh, I was able to have a pretty successful athletic career. I went on and played basketball at UCLA and played professionally in Europe, in Germany. And it was when I was in Germany, uh, I discovered the real need for, for turmeric and for healthier options as far as like having better solutions to typical sports drinks. And it was my time playing there where kind of everything came together and the idea of having turmeric in the form in your everyday diet and having a better for you sports drink all all came together and creating to me i love so, it you know that was kind of the way of everything <laughs> yeah yeah i mean it's you can hear the passion in your story too and i love uh that it started with your your roots your family you know and then sort of yeah. parlayed its way into your athletic career which is really really impressive i find it fascinating that it led to the development of a product that sits both within the food and beverage, kind of the CPG and the wellness space. You know, I'm curious as an athlete, were there things that you discovered that were sort of myths about what wellness meant as an athlete and in the sports world? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I sort of hit on it um, as far as like why it became a reason for creating to me was because you know, typical sports drinks are loaded with sugar, um, but yet we're we're led to believe that it's it's so important to have them as our, our hydration. That that's the functional benefits that we need from them is just the electrolytes. And in reality, there's so much more as an as an athlete, um, just as a, for everyday person to incorporate into their diet and to incorporate into their everyday for wellness. And so, you know the by being an athlete over the years, that's kind of where I discovered the need for education on, on herbal remedies that are out there um, and to just be able to incorporate them into our everyday. Yeah, I um, I was thinking about this because I've worked with other companies in the past prior to my current role, um, including Nike. I did a lot of work with Nike back in the day, Nike Women, Nike Training. Um, so I've, I've been fortunate enough in my career, I've actually met a lot of really great athletes who played both at the college and professional level and just had some really interesting conversations. And I, and I think how we define wellness and what that means. I mean, if you think about you know, used to like what, what they would tell athletes to do before a big game, you know, <laughs> back in the day, like some of that stuff really didn't serve us. So, so you've got this incredible background as an athlete, you really kind of understand the inner workings of that. And then you've got this background with your family too, and these kind of remedies that were brought to the forefront. Take us through the first year of the company as it came together. What, what was that process like? And, and how did the wheels sort of start moving and things get into motion? You know, the first year is pretty exciting. It was, it was mostly the idea stage of, of how it all came together basically when I was done playing professional basketball overseas and I came home and I was living with my parents and, you know, I had a lot of aches and pains. That was the part of the reason why I decided to, to stop playing was because, um, you know, my body said that, that it was enough and I didn't want to, you know, 
just be addicted to Tylenol or Motrin or ibuprofen and was looking for a solution. And so that's when I asked my dad, what did grandma used to make? You know, what was in it that that helped and that was so healing? And, you know, it was turmeric. So at first we decided he my dad decided to get into the kitchen and started cooking all turmeric dishes and started teaching me about different types of, of cuisine that incorporated that turmeric as the main part of its recipe. And, you know, it was a good bonding experience, but I wasn't going to have curry every single day for every meal. So it didn't seem feasible to to have that as my solution to, to my aches and pains. And that's when we kind of realized that that was the aha moment of wanting to add turmeric into, into my diet every day and in the form of hydration. And so we really went back to the kitchen and started to kind of make different formulations uh, with turmeric and different flavors. We'd have like raspberry, mint, cinnamon. Those were some of the early flavors that we mixed it with because one of the big uh, hurdles that we felt were was overcoming the bitter taste. In order to make it into a beverage, it needed to, needed to taste, have a pleasant taste, and mm-hmm. it needed to be chuggable because I wanted it to be like for sport. So it needed to be something that was enjoyable on the sidelines and that you could grab and go. And then, so that was most of the first year was really just testing it on ourselves and really mixing the flavors and combining that. And we were fortunate enough to partner with a food scientist that has over 16 patents in Ayurvedic medicine. And that's really where it all kind of kind of took off because he was able to put help us put the science behind it. Um, so it was more water soluble, bioavailable. We didn't want to just make it as my dad called it a yellow water, like we wanted because turmeric turns everything yellow. So yeah. we wanted it to actually have the benefits that that we were looking for. And that's where we spent a lot of our focus was on the formulation in the first first year or two years, really. Yeah, there's so much that go, you know, we walk down these aisles and these products are on the shelves and there's such a complex story, even but, but you look at something like an infused water, you know, and turmeric, which I like to mispronounce every other time. Um, I actually have this running joke with two of my girlfriends. Um, we were all in Santa Fe together and we were cooking and one of them asked what it was. And, and the other girlfriend said, it's a healing spice. And it just became, it was just really funny when it came up, but it really is. And I feel like, you know, you started this a couple years ago. And we, we have these uh, kind of trends that are happening, and particularly in the food and beverage space. You know, I live in Portland, Oregon, and it was first it was the kale, and then it was the avo, avo everything, you know. And now uh, they put, well, their CBD and everything here and the lattes and everything. Uh, but turmeric is also really, really popular. And you're right, like, you're not going to probably um, eat, you know, these grand amounts of curry every day. But boy, do we need to stay hydrated. That's a uh, health benefit that I, I struggle with. So it's actually what brought me to your product. Um, I was, I think I was driving down to Los Angeles last fall. And that's where I came across it, I believe, maybe through a Whole Foods. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is great. Because I know that this is a really great um, property to have in water. And this will make me drink my water. So it was a great combination of the two. Um, I love what you said too about uh, bringing in these experts. That's fascinating to bring in this person who uh, really is a subject matter expert in the space. So um, I would love to hear a little bit more about that. How did you, as you started to build your business, mm-hmm. talk to me about how you sort of built out your team or your resources. How did you go about that? I think that would be really interesting to others who have their eyes set on building their own um, organizations as well. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's it. Well, most of our story is pretty serendipitous, to be honest. So it's like it's hard to give uh, concrete advice on, you know, these are the steps that you need to take for this to happen. I mean, the, I definitely believe that looking back on it, there's certain things that we did that any company or anybody starting out would need to do in order to get their get 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 everything going. But how it all came together, like that's that's the special. That's what makes everything special, and that's what makes the journey so unique. We knew the parts that we that we wanted to bring on to the team, and and they were okay. We had started develop, as I mentioned, we had started developing in the kitchen, and we realized that okay, the efficacy part we wanted to nail. And so, in order to to be able to make sure that it had all those components in it, that we needed to one go to a lab to do some testing, and we also needed someone that had a little bit more expertise in particularly our Ayurvedic medicine or in in some type of, you know, herbal remedies, um, as well as the science of just a beverage. You know, creating a beverage that can go on shelves that is shelf stable, so that every Everybody can safely enjoy. Um, and we were fortunate enough to find somebody that was the former chief chemist for Lipton Teas. So he had the beverage background as well as, um, yeah, I know, as well as had, as I mentioned earlier, 16 patents in Ayurvedic medicine. So he had a medicinal company as well that focused on, you know, topicals as well as oral uh, supplements. So those two things were like, okay, match made in heaven. Like now we're putting these two together. And because what we were doing was, was so compelling to him uh, that he was at a, at a place in his career that he was very interested in helping us to bring, you know, uh, what was typically, you know, found in supplements into mainstream for people to enjoy like hydration, as you just mentioned. So, you know, that, that was how we found, and he's our, our big, our, you know, biggest cheerleader, our biggest asset, someone we work with all the time. He's, we consider he's, you know, he's our chief chemist. So all on all product development that we're always running things by him and working with him on that. So that was a big piece for us, major piece. And then we're fortunate enough uh, that my, it's a family started business, right? So uh, we all have a pretty diverse skill set which I don't know how common that is or if it's not com if it's uncommon, but it's like my dad brings one aspect. My mom brings another aspect. I bring another aspect. My brother is, he's the kind of the creative behind it all. So he does a lot. He, we have like an in-house creative marketing person, which a, uh, you know, creative design person, which you don't always get. So we're very fortunate enough to, okay, we laid out, these are all the pieces we need. And then it was like, well, you have this and you have that and you have that. So that's how it started. You know, we just went for it. We just all brought what we had and we went for it. Since then we've added other, other people to the team that we've, we've realized have, you know, very hyper focus in that niche or in that, expertise, like from sales team to brokers um, that are working, that work with other brands to, uh, you know, just even on, are we doing a, you know, for further packaging, we have someone that is like, that's what they do. So we brought different pieces to the, to the plate now, but we started off just us. That's so great. You know, I think that even that's how fortunate that you had the sort of built in kind of community of experts around you, but you know, I listen to you talk too, and I, I I hear this again. I you know work with emerging and established brands, brands that have been here for 20, 30, 40, sometimes fifty plus years, and I think one of the common denominators that um, is ideal is having that passion and that purpose behind it. And I hear it as you're talking about 
the company and how it came to be. So yes, you had sort of this built-in community, but I don't know. I wasn't there when it happened, but I got to think that that probably helped fuel some of that um, serendipitous type of moments too. And I think that's a really great segue because, you know, one of the other things that I really love about your company is this vision and mission. So I'm going to read it verbatim so I don't get mess it up. But, you know, your vision is stated as to inspire people to be active while supporting mental and physical well-being and your mission to provide innovative, healthier, delicious, turmeric-based, I think I got it right, beverages, making the benefits of turmeric more accessible and inclusive while promoting mental and physical wellness. So we talk about the science of, of the product. That's the soul to me, this vision and mission. Um, tell me a little bit about how you landed on this as your vision and mission. How did uh, you get to sort of articulating that and, and how does it come into play as you continue to grow? Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate you asking that and and sharing that mission and vision that we have because it is so important to us. And part of it has to do with how we how we came across with it was, you know, again, all these pieces that I told you that how we started it as a family. So there's there's a generational gap there. There's obviously an age gap and there's an experience. We all brought different experiences for the need for the product. But, you you know, you know, and most people know if you tell someone that you have a product that's for everybody, they're going to say, OK, it's not going to go anywhere because you can't be everything to everyone. And we, we believe that we know that that's true. At the same time, we were like, well, why not? You know, this, everyone needs hydration. Turmeric is a very natural ingredient that I was having as a kid that people can have of all ages. It's recognized as safe. It's natural. So why couldn't this be for everyone? Um, so as we unpack that and tried to really still get to the core of like who, who this is for and why are we doing this? It's basically to make turmeric more accessible. And, and even broader than that is to make health more accessible. You know, oftentimes, you know, healthy foods are found in certain stores and they're overpriced or they're in areas where not everyone can get them. And, you know, meanwhile, there's convenience stores everywhere. There's, there's beverages everywhere. So we felt like this would be like a perfect vehicle to, to bring health to people everywhere um, at, at, at an accessible price point and something that they were familiar with. And so bringing overall wellness and health to people is, is really at the core of it. Um, and where where the mental and physical tie in is is partially from being an athlete and and then even life, the, the, the focus of life after sports. That's a whole nother topic. That's a probably a whole nother uh, episode is just like from athlete mindset of life after sports. And and it really people make these transitions in all different types of of parts of their life, whether it be, you know, from being, a, becoming a mom or just any transition in life, it just, it takes, it takes a toll on us, right? It's, it's something where part of your identity is stripped. It's part of where, you know, you have to think about what, what you have to do next, what's going to fuel you, what's going to drive you. And that's a huge mental component. And a lot of times we just focused on the physical. And so being able to kind of bring the two together and, and know that, you know, it's okay to not be okay, as cliche as that is, it's very true. And that everyone goes through something and everyone's facing obstacles, but that we're in it together, you know, that we're, that we're all here together. And, um, and really that putting those together, and then what happens to tie it all in from an ingredient standpoint is that turmeric is really good for your mind. 
So that that on top of it all, more than just being like kind of what we stand for, it's actually what our product actually is good for. So that's how we came across it. I, I love what you said too about the accessibility of things that tend to fall into the space and, and wanting to create a product that was more accessible. And you're right, because like you could stop at like any sort of store and, and pick up a beverage. You don't have to necessarily go into certain types of specialty stores or communities. I love that. I also love what you said about, you know, you can speak firsthand from being an athlete. You you will always be an athlete, but there's this time where you were, you know, playing for UCLA, playing in Germany. I was not an athlete growing up. It is like the one thing I didn't do. I found it much later in life. I found dance about seven years ago. Oh. And look, I'm I'm not going on tour with, you know, um, Justin Timberlake anytime soon, but uh, I love it. And I have a whole different relationship with my body as, as a result of that. And I also, I do dance though with a lot of people who were professional or are continuing to be. In fact, you know, one of my dear friends from that community, uh, Katie Van Lu, her whole business, uh, is focused on wellness for those who were once professional dancers and athletes. And she's like sort of the what now, what next, and how do you have a good relationship with your body moving forward as well? Mm -hmm. So I think you're right. And I think, um, I think that how we perceive ourselves as athletes is also changing too, and that accessibility to wellness. Um, you also have a, a sustainability um, aspect to your product. And I find this very fascinating because so many of my conversations, I talk to companies who didn't necessarily put purpose at the forefront um, from the get-go, and they're trying to figure out how to do so now in a way that is true and real right. and authentic. Sustainability was there, right? So you're you're made in California. Um, you're you're bottled in a sustainably responsible facility. How much does that play into your business strategy? That sustainability piece. It plays a big part. Um, we're working on how to how to add it even more because I mean we still have the reality of it is we still use a plastic bottle, and mm -hmm. uh, that was a decision, a very difficult decision. Um, uh, when we were starting out that, that we just had to make in order to bring the product to market. And that's because the, the way that the product is, is formulated and the way that it, it's packaged and being starting off as being a small company, we were very limited with options, you know, um, Tetra pack, which is like the paper packaging that you see now, just a year ago, it was very difficult to, to find facilities that would package that product. Um, there and, and it was mostly just plain water. There weren't that many other ingredients that were put into that type of packaging. So the facility, the capabilities were not there. Um, and then the option was glass, right? The other option was glass. And this being, again, accessibility at the, at the forefront, also being a healthier option to what is already out there as far as a sports drink, wanting to be able to throw it in your gym bag to take it in California, at least most gyms or most clubs, they don't allow glass inside the gymnasium or, you know, on the field. So that wouldn't make sense for us to have a, a bottle that couldn't go out, out with the sports. Uh, so that was a very difficult decision that we had to make, but we chose, you know, obviously to bring the product out there and to try and educate people on still recycling because recycling, you know, there's different viewpoints on it, but you know, they, they still do recycle plastic bottles as long as we're, we're doing our part to keep it out of, out of the ocean and, um, and try, try our best to, to kind of repurpose it. You know, I have, I, I mean, 
obviously it's my brand, but I mean, I'll use, use bottles um, for planters. Um, I'll use them to just put plain water in afterwards. So I try, try not to have as single use as, as it's initially intended for. But we're, we're constantly trying to work, work on ways to improve that. That's something that's in our mind for the future on how we can be even more sustainable. I love that. And I, you know, that's, that's honest and it's real and it doesn't necessarily, it's, you know, it's, it's a journey, right? And so you start here and, and you, I think what makes it really interesting is I can hear from the way that you're talking is you are curious about it. It's at the forefront of your mind and you're, you're willing and wanting to evolve. I also was thinking while you were talking that um, when I become rich and famous, I'm just going to have to me on tap. Um, I don't drink alcohol anymore, so um, so I will just have to me on tap. And, and I, I, you are absolutely right. You know your you know your audience. You know your customer. You can't bring glass bottle. Gosh, Evie would kill me if I brought in a glass bottle to the studio, the dance studio. So yeah. Um, so talk to me about your customer a little bit. Um, you know, I one of the forefronts of my my job is is helping our our clients with customer experience and the customer journey from awareness and acquisition to support to advocacy and and my focus really is on that digital space which i'm sure is very relevant um to the work that you're doing so looking at social and review sites and community forums messaging things like that what have you learned um, through the customer experience? Do you get feedback and does that go into your product design or does it help with your strategy? Um, talk to me a little bit about customer experience. Yeah, absolutely. That's, you definitely know it in and out. And and for us, it's been a journey as you just mentioned because starting back on the turmeric for everyone, right? And then scaling it back to uh, being a healthier sports drink. And then who drinks a sports drink? And then who was willing to, um, you know, try and have this new ingredient for a lot of people, their their turmeric to me is their first experience with turmeric. Um, they've heard about it, they know that it's good for them, but they don't know how to use it. They they don't want to take pills. And so they're excited to find it in the form of hydration, in the form of Tumi. So connecting with that customer that still needs a level of education and handholding along the way um, and identifying, you know, those needs and what what they want and what else they're looking for from the product and how else can it fulfill their life like that customer uh, identity journey is is something that's always ongoing. Um, I would say we started with professional athletes, so they were our first customer. Uh, we were in NBA practice facilities, NFL practice facilities, uh, before we were in any store. And starting from that top down, I think, helped us because um, one, we were able to stack up against what was out there, even at that level. And then being able to then explain it to a customer that was seeking uh, the hydration as well as the benefits, we're able to land amongst everyone, like like you said yourself, uh, that you you just started dancing. Anyone that's active really can can identify with Tumi. Anyone that is on the go that is not able to you know just juice turmeric raw um, on their countertop and and don't doesn't want to get you know I wear yellow nails but they don't want to get their hands um, yellow uh, because it it is a natural dye. And so kind of relieving some of those pain points for customers, that's where we've been able to kind of connect the most. 
Yeah, I think that's great. Um, you're right. It does. It does. Uh, it's no joke. It does get on everything because I, I use it a lot, you know, in cooking and whatnot. And, um, you know, you have to be kind of mindful of that. Um, well, that's really great to hear. So I got to ask, impact of the last year, uh, any kind of big takeaways, um, you know, was how did the pandemic impact your business and what are some learnings that you'll carry with you maybe moving forward? Yeah, absolutely. And it ties in with with part of that customer journey. And in this past year, we were able to really, you know, one, people want more wellness as far as in everything that they do and everything that they eat and can they consume, they're looking for some kind of added benefit. So from that standpoint was great for us because now, you know, you, you would pick something up and you want to have like three different things covered in your body. So an immunity being at the forefront. So that was a big connecting piece. We were able to really connect with our, our customer mm -hmm. in the way where our product now made the most sense to them because they could understand it. Turmeric immunity, turmeric anti-inflammatory, like all those like sciencey words that we were trying to like push onto customers so that they could understand why it was so much better. Now it was so much more natural. Like, oh, mm -hmm. yes, I need that. I need that for sure. And they were they were coming to it as a solution. So that was a major positive. Um, the, the part, the pain part that, that hurt is that because we were so early in kind of our distribution uh, life, you know, that we were really impacted by logistics. So for example, there was, there was a retailer that I called that we found out that we weren't on shelves, that it was empty. And I called them and I said, you know, we can, we'll, we'll, we'll handle it. Even though we go through a distributor, we'll handle it. We'll figure out on the back end. you know, we just want to make sure we're, we're flexible because we're small that we'll get the product in there. And, mm -hmm. and because we were with, with a distributor, for example, you know, people are complaining about how the shelves were empty. Well, the, the buyers at the store were placing orders and let's say they placed an order for 10,000 items for the store. They were telling us that they were getting 2000 of those 10,000 in as delivered. Oh, so wow. anything that even they ordered, they weren't, it wasn't being delivered because of the breakdown with logistics and distribution. So that impact that impacted us with not being able to be on shelves for people to grab in. And and from there we realized as most of the world, and just like we're doing now, is like the switch to digital, right? The switch to how can we handle things online? It wasn't in our initial business model because you know, water weight has a weight to it that typically and it's found everywhere. So people typically are used to just grabbing it on the go. But mm -hmm. now people are buying online, right? So they're more willing to buy online, more willing to buy all types of goods online from just, you know, food and drinks. And so that's where we made our transition and really focusing on e-com and the different platforms um, mm -hmm. that are available to be able to sell and deliver to our customer directly. So yeah, yeah, it's been uh, an experience. Yeah, I mean, I love you know. There's pros and cons, and that's what I feel like I'm hearing again, regardless of if it's an established or an emerging brand. If they've been around for five years or fifty years, you talked yeah. about this pivot to direct e-commerce. You know, those kind of direct B to C. And I, I'm, I one of my previous conversations was with Brian Wolf, who heads up. Um, he's a VP of customer service for JBL and Harman, and they had a very you know speakers, right? So. Yeah. It was like something that people wanted more of. I mean, they make more than speakers, obviously, audio equipment, but I'm thinking about my own office at home and we're spending more time at home. So we're going to be ordering that stuff more directly too and having to pivot. I think you're also right though. Um, boy, what a spotlight on the importance of wellness 
and health coming out of this too. And a lot of us had our movement on pause or had to pivot or taken away. I mean, I, uh, you know, I didn't go to dance for months because the studio was closed down. So we pivoted to online and walking my dog more and, you know, all that good stuff. So um, really appreciate that. And that that's kind of a great way to sort of wrap things up here too. You know, you just talked about these learnings, which I feel are really, um, uh, relatable, regardless of if you're an entrepreneur just starting or if you've been with the business for a long time. Is there anything that to kind of close things and bring everything together? Um, you know, when you think about what you've learned to date, you've been doing this for several years now um, and had some success so far, and you really seem on this really strong trajectory. What are some things that come to mind? If, if somebody were to come to you and say, hey, What's the biggest piece of advice that you could give me? I'm new in the business or I just feel kind of stuck and stale and I've been in the business for a, lo a long time. Is there something that kind of jumps to mind that really carries with you, that resonates with you in terms of learnings? Um, yeah, I mean, definitely so. What I tell everyone is, first of all, just start. You know, I had a friend mm -hmm. recently come to me saying that, you know, she wanted to, she really wanted to have her own wine. And I said, okay, well, what's stopping you? You know, like, go ahead, just start. And, you know, she's like, well, there's so many out there. That's the next thing that people say, right? There's so many out there. It's such a crowded space. And, you know, you could say that for literally anything that it's crowded. You go to a restaurant and it's crowded. Are you not going to eat there? Like, you know, it's just that shouldn't deter you from from doing what you believe in and what you want want to do. So just start and and just know that, you're going to, you're going to fail at certain, certain aspects. I feel like that was a big learning curve for me and just being an athlete in that competitive mindset. It, it was something where I didn't like failure at the same time. I, I thankfully had become used to it. I mean, you're going to lose a game, right? So there's certain things that you're going to lose and there's certain things that you can, you can know that you'll persevere through. You'll find a way you'll get back to practice. You'll, you'll, you'll do it again. Um, so that's the biggest thing I would say is just start, really do it from inside of you. So really believe it and feel it and put put everything that you have into it and not be afraid of that. That's the place of vulnerability. I feel like people don't often mm -hmm. like to go to, but uh, of putting yourself out there. But the, the, the thought of what if it's just so far um, greater than just if you actually go for it. I love that. You you ended on a, a note that resonates with me so strongly is the word vulnerability, which I really embrace as one of my core values. And it's what kind of, it really was, it's what connects me to a lot of the business that I choose to engage with as well. So um, thank you so much for that. For those who are listening or watching, I highly recommend you go check out to me. It's at drinktome.com. You can find them on Twitter and on Instagram as well. Shana, thank you so much for your time. Your story is so inspiring and I feel so honored to have met you. So thanks, Guy Raz, for bringing <laughs> us together. Um, and I can't wait to see what happens next with, you, with your company and with all that you're doing. Thank you. I really appreciate you having me on the show and, and just getting a chance to meet you. So thank you. You bet.